1: This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now, yeah. Nobody does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a race And I'm always a Oh, Yeah.
0: Another episode of Hard Factor presented by the Barstool News Network. It is Tuesday, July 21st, 2020, and uh, we have a hell of a podcast today. Uh, We've got uh, Rick Grinnell in the last half. Uh, He's been America's top spy, so you're definitely going to want to hear that. we got the beave taking care of his hair right now, but what's the internet situation at the beaver dam, Pat? Bro.
2: Uh, the Beaver Dam, the Hard Factor House Spectrum does not like Hard Factor. Spectrum Internet does not like Hard Factor. I'm currently well, it likes
0: what? It likes the Reno Hard Factor.
2: Oh, you're a Spectrum guy. Okay, uh-huh. you're gonna t- you're gonna be a Spectrum company man now. P- pipes okay. are
0: good over here. Is all I'm saying. Oof. Spectrum's am... boning us in Austin. I right am now. <laughs> getting
2: point zero one upload speeds, boys. Uh, third, it'll be my third service call. I appreciate the listener uh, who DM'd me and told me what was pro- probably going on. Uh, And any of you guys that work for ISPs out there, but fuck these motherfuckers.
3: Did that listener, was he saying what we were saying that someone probably in your neighborhood's stealing all the internet?
2: Yes. Yes. He said that, or there's a node issue, whatever that means.
0: The node issue. Right. Yeah. There's a no good son of a bitch. (laughs) It also means Mm -hmm. that you just look like to us right now for the last two weeks, the beef to uh, Mark and will during recording sessions has just looked like a series of still images of the beef in different like uh, positions. So, and that's
2: not it, fair to you guys.
0: That's not that's fair. Because I,
2: I got a look going on over here. The beeve is really coming into his own. And, Will, I yeah. do want to say <laughs> our guest that we have is not just the top spy. He he was the uh, director of uh, intelligence. national intelligence. Yeah. That's,
3: what, that's why he's member. A member. He, he's that, top, that's said he's that the, the top spy. That's the top spy. No, is, I know. So, I know. But he which has is a super really
2: cool. title, which, yeah, it's super cool.
0: Yeah. they should
3: just call it the top world's
0: top spy. We, you're, I mean, you'll hear all about it when we get there. But it, you, the stuff that he knows is enviable. It's, uh, we'll get, yeah, we'll get, we'll get yeah. there. But uh, first up, we got three quick ones, uh, big stories. Well, two big stories and a funny one. Pat, get us going.
2: The beef. All right, guys. Thank you, the beef. This is some crazy shit. On Sunday at 5 p.m., a man dressed as a FedEx delivery person knocked on the door of the North Brunswick, New Jersey home. A federal judge, Esther Salas, uh, and the judge's son, who's a 20-year-old college student, opened the door, Daniel Andrell, uh, and he answered, and the gunman opened fire, uh, killing Daniel, unfortunately, and severely injuring Judge Salas's husband, criminal defense attorney, 63-year-old Mark Andrell, uh, who was standing behind his son when they opened the door. Um, I'm sure you guys heard about this story. It was huge news. Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: yeah, yeah. You don't hear there's not a lot of these federal judge assassination attempts like since the, the mid 90s. Right. Like that's like yeah, not a, since Woody Harrelson's
2: yeah. dad, really. Um, anyway, the judge was in the basement at the time was not injured. Uh, and at the time of this taping mark and drills in stable condition. Check this out, guys. The FBI identified 69 year old attorney Roy Den Hollander as the primary suspect. And on Monday, Roy Den Hollander was found dead by New York State Police in Liberty, New York, uh, with an apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head. Now, a lot of news came out on Sunday night uh, and yesterday linking the shooting to Epstein because last week Judge Salas was assigned uh, a class action lawsuit from a group of investors that filed against Deutsche Bank contending that the firm had failed to flag questionable transactions that were made from the account of financier Jeffrey Epstein, Whoa. who obviously didn't kill himself. Uh, so here's what's so it probably didn't probably not linked to Epstein because this guy that murdered uh, the judge's son was a lawyer and it seems that we have an incel situation here guys cuz roy den hollander was a self-described anti-feminist lawyer who flooded the courts with seemingly frivolous lawsuits that sought to eliminate women's studies programs and most notably prohibit nightclubs from holding ladies nights because he thought they were discriminatory against men you've oh, wow. got
0: to
3: be kidding me
2: so he's like a pro
0: big pro epstein guy
2: oh i don't know if he's a pro, he's a pro men's rights guy and he refers to women as feminazi. So
0: wait a minute. Is the holy shit. Oh, so, so he's just against
3: the, this judge.
0: Because she's a female judge. He's so, against so all women.
3: The theory is because she's such a powerful female federal judge, he didn't like her instead of the We'll get yeah, to Yeah, but she has been
0: just assigned on
2: his case. Well, that no no no. So she, different case she just got assigned on an Epstein case that has nothing to do with it. This guy has been facing this judge over the years. They've known each other because you know, she's the judge in the area. He was bringing a lawsuit I against get-
3: I get it. I I get it. I get everything that's going on. I get that this guy's always been anti-women, but it's convenient, the timing with the Epstein case. Just a little
2: weird and convenient. I agree. So uh, this guy penned a, well, self-published, of course, 1700 page book where he describes Salas as, quote, a lazy and incompetent Latina judge appointed by Obama. Uh, To add a twist to this angry piece of shit, he told a colleague during a case uh, against male-only military draft. So essentially what he was trying to do is saying he's trying to send women. He hates women and thinks it's unfair that only men can get drafted into the military for service.
3: What? <laughs> that is, that is a l- extra an extra layer of intensity. <laughs> he wants right. to send them overseas to die. Whoa. Right, so Salas had that
2: case, but he left that case, and he told his, uh, his colleague that he was leaving because he was diagnosed with terminal cancer. So he, he, he was, he was dying and he was pissed off at women. So he shot at this fucking judge's house. Uh, also and guys, he, he told, up, the,
0: and he ended up only shooting the the men in her family. Yeah, exactly. The, Big yeah. mess
2: up, total backfire. Uh, he told the New York times in 2008, that his anger towards feminists stemmed from his bitter divorce from a woman that he married in Russia. So he mail order, oh, bride it, and it didn't work out of kind of a perfect storm of an angry
0: incel. Uh, yeah, he should really be mad at himself for that. That's ridiculous. If you guys watch Ninety Day Fiance, you yeah. know what they're getting into.
3: Most of exactly. those guys succeed too. This guy's like the the twenty percent that can't that can't even do the <laughs> mail order. Yeah, what
2: a piece <laughs> of shit loser! I'm glad he's dead. Oh. Get out of here. And uh, so, him, uh, so like, was,
0: was he was he found now? I'm assuming that he took his own life. Is is that he uh,
2: took his own life? Well, assumedly okay. now in the car with him. Will was another female judge's name. They've 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 let okay. her know.
3: See okay, see that, that there we go. Because right now, up until you just said that last sentence, I'm still Hit thinking. List. Yeah, it makes I'm it still more. thinking conspiracy theory. I'm like, there's probably I understand that she's a powerful woman. Um, and he feels emasculated, and he went. But there's probably better places to go if you want to take out
0: women. The timing in is nothing short of preeminent.
3: Yeah, it still seems too convenient. Maybe. And I don't know. This guy also seems like he could be uh, easily convinced to do something like this and then be offed by the people that convinced him to do it.
2: That's OK, well, hold he's on. in a fragile place another, mentally. Yeah, another sure. interesting development. So he uh, back in 20, I think, two three years ago. I don't know the specifics on this. Another judge was killed or lawyer was killed by a FedEx. Same deal. So this guy shows up in a FedEx outfit like Ooh. he's delivering your package. Bam. So they're trying to see if he's linked to that. Uh, he said, oh, and that, that, that was that
0: another would, lawyer. So another person in sense. his community. OK.
2: Yeah. Wow. No, he's just an angry piece of shit lawyer that would that hated women and kept flooding the judicial system with anti just trying to take down ladies night. But he's killing men, though. It's crazy. Yeah, like an idiot. He said fighting for the rights of men is not a very popular thing to do these days in America. And women are the real oppressors.
0: Well, he, no, he's the oppressor. Oh. He's literally shooting. Yeah. Them. What
3: a tough That's time that. it's been for him being a male. Man, he Tard- must have hated the Me Too last yeah.
2: After okay. his Russian mail order bride left him, that's when.
1: That's <laughs> yeah, when, I mean, that's that is, that is coupled is rock with the vibe, terminal cancer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Couple with the cancer, you can't the deal. You what paid thousands worse. of dollars to make it happen. Yeah. And you still can't make it happen. Things are getting real bad for old Roy. He, but yeah, honestly, he's <laughs>
3: like now. Now you're not in it just for the uh, citizenship, right? Okay. <laughs> Imagine how mad he gets
2: by gets driving by a club with a ladies' night. He just he's like gripping his steering wheel angrily. Uh, there was uh,
3: there was no chance for this guy. There was no soulmate for him. But he, was always, he took a twenty year old boy's life. Piece yeah, he shouldn't shit. have done
0: that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, thoughts and prayers obviously for the family. That family is going to be devastated. For I mean, it's, the effects of something like that, a shooting like that, are just it, hard to fathom. You know, for any family, that's crazy. It's terrible.
3: You know, my opinion on the incels, I've already called for them to just kill themselves instead of uh, other people.
0: So. Save us some Would- time. Would be yep. a lot more considerate. Uh, OK, let's move over to Seattle or sorry, not Seattle, St. Louis. We've been in Seattle a lot this year, but we're going back to St. Louis. Ken and Karen. You remember them uh, actually oh, yeah. named Mark and Patricia McCloskey att- attorneys at large who waved their guns at protesters marching down the private street uh, in their neighborhood, which happens to be on the way to the mayor's house where the protesters were going to actually like do their full protest. Well, their museum, their giant mansion. Right. Yes. The mansion that looked like a museum that turned out to be their house where they were barefoot waving guns at people on the front porch. Well, they have been charged by the city of St. Louis with felony unlawful use of a firearm uh, for that uh, situation, that viral video. And don't get me wrong. I was the first to make fun of Karen's water pistol grip and her husband's barefoot look with his you were with his A.R., but a felony for brandishing weapons on your own property seems pretty hard to pin on two lawyers. Um, that is a reach. Yeah. It, that's a, it,
3: there's, there's a, a second amendment.
1: It's
2: their own property. Did, didn't it come out? The best part about this is like, I guess there was like a synagogue or a church next door that was raising bees. And this guy went over and stomped all the
0: bee houses because he hated oh, no. the bees. They were apparently well, like so, neighborhood terrorists. The same guy? Yeah, the same I, guy. I didn't, I didn't do much of a deep dive into their backgrounds. <laughs> I, I didn't <laughs> know that the situation that they're being charged can we for get, is unlikely to stick. Can
3: you know? we get KB to look into their neighborhood chat? Like, what's the you know what's it called? Those yeah, ne- yeah. Uh, next
2: door. But yeah, no, yeah, I'm 100% yeah, positive. He's not well liked because he destroyed uh, the
0: but, the church's bees.
3: Hang on, well did they did they threaten like did they verbally threaten
0: to shoot anyone? No, so what they they pointed their weapons at people and they claimed right. that they were told they would be killed by the protesters. Um, but if, how is it a felony unless they were like I'm about to, I'm about to shoot you? No, it's not. Uh yeah. it doesn't really matter that they've been charged with the felony um of brandishing their weapons unlawfully because the Missouri governor Mike Parson already said on radio last week that he would pardon them if they were charged. And Missouri Rep. Uh, Josh Howley is asking Bill Barr to intervene. So uh, totally normal and uh, regular reaction. I mean, they're, they're just basically the Republicans are not having this. So can we get yeah, well, we, yeah. Bill Barr's got bigger fish to fry. Can we just get rid of the felony? Right. Well, the governor was yeah. already going to take care of it. And then yeah. they didn't. It's just like theater that it's going up that high to, to Barr. Um, uh, taking it to the Internet on Twitter, Carl Ratte, who's Canadian, he says, being felons after trial means no longer being able to have guns. Excellent and ever the optimist, you know, the Canadian Carl. Unfortunately, Carl, you didn't get that part. They're probably not going to be charged with anything after all the pardons. Uh, and then taking it to another Twitter comment from Dave Jacobs. But his his handle is at Daniel Six Seven Two Two. Four or five, so he's probably a bot, but he sums up how I feel about it. He says, <laughs> "Well, there's a lot. Hold on, there's lots of Daniels on Twitter. I mean, that's a well, his I, name, I but he imagine. calls himself Dave, though. D- his his ad oh. is Daniel. See, what I'm saying that's a bot, and then his picture it's is Chinese like
2: Jim Halpert with from yeah, the it's just not, yeah. yeah, yeah. So because there are six hundred thousand seventy two, yeah, there's a lot of Daves and Daniels on Twitter. So I get yeah, that, I don't but know. yeah, I, I see what you're saying.
0: I think it might be a bot just telling me what I want to hear, but this is what he says. I don't know what's more cringy the way they were handling their weapons or the way they are being harassed for defending their property. Mm. So
3: all around handled poorly. Yeah.
0: Yep. Not only are Parsons, the governor of Missouri bar and ultimately Trump going to side with the McCloskey's in St. Louis, but they are sending Homeland security investigations or HSI agents to Chicago and potentially New York as well. Similar to what went on in Portland over the weekend uh, the violence in the wake of the protests in the several uh, democratic-controlled cities—it's up 350 percent right now in New York City. It's being used as a law and order moment for the Trump administration and the HSI agents who are uh, filling in for, in a lot of cases, reduced police forces.
2: What does that mean? The violence in New York City is up 350
0: percent. Violent like, crimes, what? like compared to the same month last year, or something like that.
2: Okay. But I New York is able to handle this. I mean, they you know, they're they're one of the most hardcore police forces in the country, I think, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I get that he's saying Trump is saying get a handle on it, bring that integer lower, or whatever, bring that uh bring that surge down, or I'm sending in the HSI. Mini wow. Vance. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what they're the HSI I was reading about it. It's like uh it's labeled as homeland security officers who are uh Basically assisting any other federal officers that need more numbers. And that's the definition of it
2: that I saw. It's great for Hertz and Avis because they're getting their vans rented out. Don't try to run them <laughs> in
0: any of these cities. That's
3: a good point. All right, guys, before I get into my story, which I'm really delaying because the reveal is a doozy. Let's talk about gambling on the news, which you can do totally legally in all 50 states via our sponsor, Predict It. All you have yeah. to do is go to www.predictit.org slash promo slash hardfactor20, create a new account in a quick few minutes, deposit at least 20 bucks, and we will give you a free 20. No strings attached. It's that easy. No promo code. Just go to that promo URL I mentioned. Uh if you bet yes Kanye would officially run for office in 2020, congratulations you won. Uh that thing was as low as 30 cents the last time I checked it a couple days ago. Uh so you could have tripled up if well, you bought that
2: yes. that was a beef then. pick. That was a beef that the beef hit that one. Not normal go. for Beave me. Beef hit it.
0: Beef hit it. You know, it's also confusing when Kanye says I am running, I'm not running and then I am running all within 3 like 3 or 4 days. Yeah, it? and media media outlets reported that he wasn't running. Like, well cuz he announced that he wasn't. Yeah, and then and then then next thing you know, he's having
3: his official. Got to keep, got to keep your eye, got to be quick at predicted. So uh, all shares are between one cent ninety nine cents, and the market resolves with each share ending at either zero cents or a dollar. So the options you have are to buy or sell until it resolves at zero cents or a dollar. Get in, get out, make some money, or let it ride. Now there's a new Kanye market out there, guys. Will Kanye officially register on the Ohio presidential ballot? Because I guess he missed the South Carolina one, even though he's running, Um, and he had a campaign event there. It's yeah, gonna take him really couple, need those votes,
2: get up to he's speed. Get, yeah, a lot I mean, of rules. Let's
3: get up to speed exactly. So it's at seventy cents yes right now and is looking good. You can make thirty cents a share if you buy a yes there. That's over a thirty percent increase in your money. You tell me if that's good. I think that's pretty good. Kanye's also only two cents a share to win the presidency.
0: So if you put twenty bucks on that, you could win two thousand, right? You know
3: what Which you pro- no
1: no no. <laughs>
0: you know what, you should, what Kanye should do? He should focus on winning just Rhode Island if he can still get on the ballot there. Like. He needs to go to the smallest place and just win one state, like Bloomberg style. Bloomberg yes. won Guam. America Samoa. He, he spent like $8 Samoa. billion dollars and he won yeah. Gua- American Samoa. Yeah. So then Here's what you that's do. what Kanye it's should Kanye. do, except for the general. Yeah, because how cool is that to say you won a state? Yeah. Right. On election day, and
2: you you put it on right near the biggest polling place. That's what you do.
3: Yeah, And you say, if, you know, like if I'm polling poorly, this concert ends. Uh, or or of, you yes. got to
2: show me a photo of you voting for Kanye to get in the concert.
3: There you go. Uh, so go to www.predictit.org slash promo slash hardfactor20, create an account, deposit at least 20 bucks, we'll give you a free 20. And on to my story. You know what I was just thinking the other day, guys? What? We haven't covered uh, a senior ab- abuse story recently. Not a good one, at least. Well,
0: the last uh, one was a doozy. It's going to be hard to top that Arizona. Um, that th- I think that's probably the worst one that we did was the, the Arizona nursing across. hospital.
2: Oh, the one where they the, guy, the guy, the guy who woman. was preying on all of the—that yeah. wasn't really a senior abuse. That was just a, that was
3: that was like more of a handy. Oh, you're like, right. In, coma. That was comas. This is elder abuse. This is like what happened to Stan Lee and what happens, you know, like when like family members abuse their you know elderly and steal money from them or caretakers. Hmm. That's we what don't we're talking stand about here. Yeah. So not only do we have one here, but it's a doozy, and it comes from our home state of Virginia pittsylvania county virginia to be exact which is right there at the bottom center
0: part of the state uh so this uh, particular they, uh, they yeah they call that the 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 uh, the, the jelly donut center of virginia yeah. never yeah. heard of A that place. part of the state is that like by south boston it's south boston
3: Pitt. it's near uh, dansville uh martinsville dansville. Danville, um yeah. south, uh, south Danville, central Mar- virginia Mar- uh, yeah. not, not the most uh,
0: notable part of
3: this south state. Southeast of Roanoke. Uh, so this particular case got brought to the Pittsylvania County Department of Social Services by the hospital. Uh, I'm going to try to get through this next part without throwing up. On March 18th of this year, 74-year-old Eileen Myers, who lives with her daughter, Shannon Tipton, uh, and her adult granddaughter, Brianna Tipton, was discharged from the hospital with a Foley catheter in her bladder. Not that gross yet, guys. On yeah. April 2nd, Two weeks later, Eileen was taken to the emergency room where they found maggots in her bladder no. and the first stage of bed sores. Boom. No.
1: They were in there.
3: So maggots were coming through the catheter and out of her oh. bladder because they didn't change the catheter once. Oh. You would
2: think at first you had like superpowers if you were doing that. Wait, so sorry I if I don't you know. just
0: ate. Sorry if you just ate. So, um, so basically they just took this grandma home and then just never touched her again. Dropped her
3: in the room. Locked the door and then partied. Uh, yeah, it turns out Shannon and Brianna admitted to locking Eileen's bedroom door from the outside at night to prevent her from wandering. Uh, there's their definition of night is probably uh, they're saying it was 9 PM to 9 AM that they did admit that he went 12 hours a day without checking on her. But I'm thinking it was more like at first pill pop around one, one thirty two PM. And then whenever they woke up the next day, they checked to see if Eileen was still breathing and then they relocked the door. Um,
0: ah. No. Yeah.
3: So yeah. What, Shan- are what are their
0: relation again? What's the relation?
3: Her daughter and granddaughter. Oh, my goodness. She's Would
0: only 74.
2: Maggots or flies?
0: <laughs> Stop. <Ew. laughs> Shannon, and
2: Bri- <laughs> Shannon and Brianna Tipton are facing... Like ch- every time they come out, just one flies away. It'd be kind of cool.
3: <laughs> Ooh. Uh Shannon and Brianna Tipton are facing two charges of felony abuse and neglect of uh, incapacitated adult resulting in serious bodily injury or disease. And they're being held without bond in Lynchburg Adult Detention Center and won't have their first court hearing until September. So they're staying in there. And that's a little bit of a better use of felony than the, the, the rich lawyer idiots uh, with the guns. But anyways, huh. they clearly don't take elder abuse lightly in Virginia.
0: Yeah, so that's that, something good. a bit a bit more of a that really lives up to the felony marker, you know, for sure. Yeah. Uh, that was a tough one. Sorry. I thought that was gonna be funnier. I don't what know are why.
2: you in for?
3: What? I read that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Making my mom have maggots in her piss. That's how yeah. that's how badly I abused her. <laughs> well. That's what happened. And that's going to do it for the story portion of the show today. But now we have that special treat for you. We were talking about an interview with the very recently former director of national intelligence and the first openly gay cabinet member in the history of the United States, Rick Grinnell. And I think you're going to enjoy it.
0: Mm. Oh, yeah. All right. Welcome to the show. Longtime U.S. diplomat in the Republican Party, currently working on peace negotiations with Serbia and Kosovo. Rick Grinnell. Rick, thanks for coming on.
4: Hey, thanks for having me. It's a real pleasure.
0: Yeah, we, we appreciate ha- having you. Um, first question, though, are you in Kosovo quarantined or are <laughs> you in the U.S.? Because you might have a preference there. I don't know.
4: Yeah, no, I, I'm in the U.S. Most of the stuff, uh, like everybody else, is being done by Zoom or phone calls. Um, you know, modern day diplomacy, you you can talk to people without being in front of them. Well,
0: that's pretty nice. Pretty nice. I. Uh, You've served a lot of different posts in your time uh, working as a diplomat, uh, Germany, other parts of Europe. What's what's been your favorite place? And can you give us a little background about what you've done in your career?
4: You know, my favorite job in the whole world uh, that I've ever had is uh, I was the spokesman for the mayor of San Diego. Oh, and, sick. and, you know, it's, it's such a cool job because you don't have to explain to anyone ever what a mayor does. Everybody knows exactly what the mayor does. Mm. And it's the intersection of concerts and and you know restaurants and Sony
2: Bros. Like yeah. what? 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 Possibly could you have to say that would be hard being the spokesperson for the mayor of San Diego? You know, it's like, hey, hey bro, we, had to, we
4: we had to redevelop the downtown uh, area and pick either the Chargers or the Padres to move downtown. At the Ooh. time, this was in the late nineties. No Different. sleep.
3: That
4: no sleep difficult. on
2: that decision.
4: Shit, yeah. Rick. You think San Diego's still reeling from the Chargers, though? Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. what what kind of a city wants to lose a, a sports team? Yeah, you know, it sucks. But they were the for
0: the. Do you still root for the Chargers, or, or are you a Chargers fan? I mean, am actually California. a
4: Padres fan because they moved downtown and they took the deal.
0: Right, I knew I, I knew the Padres were the ones that got the that got the move. There. Boom! Did you, Roast did the you Chargers. Tony.
4: Gray? Hey, here, here's a little news, guys. Though you know, in the late '90s, the mayor at the time first offered the Chargers to move downtown in that, in that state and to build a stadium. And they okay. said, no, we don't want to be downtown. We want to be in mission Valley. They chose not to do it. And then we started negotiating with the chart, with the uh, Padres, the Padres ended up going to the world series that year against the Yankees. Oh yeah. And, uh, and of course, everybody was so excited about the Padres. They voted for the bond measure and built the stadium.
3: <laughs> wow. Yeah. And as, because, as we I mean, know,
4: the, mm-hmm. Philip Rivers has never won. Yeah, Philip Rivers
3: never won a championship, did he? Mm. No. <laughs>
0: and they ended up in a pretty uh, bad stadium in the end. Well, I mean, I guess they're about to have one, maybe. But weren't they well, playing at like a high school like, stadium?
2: No, they play at, like, uh, L.A.'s Community College Stadium right now.
0: Something church. along those lines,
2: right? <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. into Sa- so got got that. City College is where they
3: Historically, played. L.A. la has been real good to the NFL uh, in terms of attendance, so it should work out fine.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Hey Rick, so you were you were the acting director of national intelligence? Is that correct?
4: Yeah, top spy. Man, wow. that's
2: crazy, man. Yeah. Were you stoked? Were you were were your folks proud of you? I mean, like when you come home with you're, you're swinging that job title around, they're like, "Man,
4: we did we did good." Mm-hmm. I don't know. My mom was a little bit bit nervous about everything, but uh, well, why uh, should she, Rick? Is is there a deep <laughs> state? <laughs> good question. You know, I, I will tell you this. In my experience in working at the State Department for 11 years, and working at DNI and meeting all sorts of career officials, the career officials are really annoyed with the leakers and really annoyed with the people who who are not committed to doing their job. Uh, by far, the majority of people want to do their job, but there is this little element of people who clearly can't. Uh, handle having a person in the White House that they don't agree with, hmm. and so you know they leak against them, and they they try to to do everything they can to to uh, stop that policy. I, I find it to be the Washington way, and it's really ridiculous. But, but that's because, what the
2: mooch came in to clean up, and the mooch, I mean, <laughs> Scary Anthony Scaramucci, friend about. of the show. <laughs> he was going to do some serious uh, swamp he, draining with those he leakers. He drained the swamp
0: from inside the swamp. And then
2: <laughs> nine days later, what happened? Did the leakers just – Did is it impossible to get the leakers out of there? Because we grew up in D.C. We you know we have friends and family members that work for the intelligence community. It's very anti-intelligence community to be loose-lipped. Is that correct? Yeah, what, what's, the say, what's the uh, saying
3: from back home in D.C.? Isn't it you can take the people out of the swamp, but you can't take the swamp out of the swamp? Isn't – <laughs>
4: Isn't that a- hey, hey, look, I think you're onto something here is that uh, that that's that's my point about the, the career people who uh, I, I've had actually career intelligence officials say to me, this is our entire existence of who we are, which is to keep secrets. And yet we can't keep secrets and we keep leaking because we don't like something or we leak raw intelligence, which is worse um, look, we also have politicians who decide to uh, to fan the flames and play the game. Right. And,
0: I was going to say, is that just because of how politicized everything's gotten during this last few years? And now everybody's just like everybody's losing it and just, you know, doing shit that they normally wouldn't do.
4: Well, I think, yes, I do think that. But I think that's across the board, Washington. I mean, you look at like, you know, not to get too part- partisan here, but but Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, they've been there for more than 40 years each. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's kind of ridiculous to have somebody who's been in the job for 40 years say, I'm going to clean it up, or here's the problem. I mean, if they know the problem, (laughs) shouldn't they have solved the problem already? Good
2: pensions, probably, though. You're saying because that's their rhetoric. Their rhetoric is we're going to clean it up, whereas like the Mitch McConnells are just saying, I'm just holding on.
0: <laughs> I think there's people any, on all sides for sure. Yeah.
4: Correct. No, I don't I, I think you're you're hitting on something very true, which is that we no longer have a problem in Washington that is Republican versus Democrat. It's Washington versus the rest of the country. That's and, yeah. And, and I have to tell you, I think that Bernie Sanders is uh, touching on this. I think Elizabeth Warren touches on this. Um, certainly Donald Trump touches on this, but the people who aren't of Washington. Uh, even though Bernie Sanders has been there forever, he's done a good job of saying, look, this place is a mess. This place protects itself. They've got lobbyists, they get paid. All the people who like the rules of Washington, who are getting paid, who like the backroom deals and all of that, they don't want the place to change because they're really benefiting. Every time we have an economy that goes down, yeah, what they happens go in up. Washington? Go Washington up. goes up, people buy you know bigger homes and they're constructed. Every time you go to... To Washington there's a new construction uh, project oh Rick on. Rick not to
3: mention the best happy hours in town and um, the best call girls in town hundred
0: <laughs> yeah and government government uh people can tend to be a little too proud of how it's recession proof um I think you know? yeah but totally uh, top Rick- spy is really really cool how,
3: how how the hell do you get that job do you have to like kill someone with like a, a paper clip like I don't understand <laughs> is there a test
4: yeah, what's the test to I'll get that? I'll tell you how you how you get the job in a Donald Trump administration. You don't okay. ask for it. Oh, uh, <laughs> he, he, he is the type that you know. Desperation is the worst smelling cologne. When you really want something and you're pushing hard with him, he's thinking mm-hmm. you got an ulterior motive. He likes to kind of think, you know, hey, this guy would be good in this position, and and uh, mm-hmm. surprise you. And, and I actually like it. I, I, I like the way he thinks. I like the way he pushes when, when you brief him because he he doesn't let you just go down this road of briefing him normally. It's always like a meandering question and, and pushing and you got to yeah. know your stuff. From that's the interview. You'd,
0: you'd assume it would go that that's way. That's
4: interesting. That's that's what
3: John McAfee touched on when we, when we interviewed him. And that's also how we've talked about recently how George Washington was not, he was like, uh, he didn't campaign for the job, right? And, and McAfee was like, yeah. maybe you should get people that don't selections are
0: better than elections. Exactly. was his his point. Uh, Taking it away from uh, stuff going on at home. You were the uh, acting director of national intelligence. Are aliens real? Can you, can you tell us now?
4: (laughs) Yeah. Hey, you want to know something that my biggest regret uh, is, is because of COVID, I couldn't go to uh, the secret places and check out all that.
0: Oh, Uh Man. Wait, so
2: so this, yeah. I, what we know about the compute? Well, first, are aliens real?
4: Do you know? I do know. Um, <laughs> I think this is all about the definition of alien, right? Uh, wh- when I talk about a foreign alien, you're going to think of you know something from a movie. Yes, and mm-hmm. if if you remember that the government just classifies UFOs as you know. They're unidentified, right? Is just the blind, things in the sky, right. and it's some sort of an object. And so the problem always is, is that we're talking over each other. The government talks about UFOs and aliens as very real and questionable things, and yet the public immediately takes this and says, "Ah, it's a little Martian with a little, you know."
3: And that's right. not what we're saying. So hmm. I do think that UFOs, you know probably document to they exist right in some form or fashion unidentified flying object or whatever they're called now but what
4: about beings from
3: a different planet that are smarter than us that could destroy
4: us do they exist so now you're getting into classified information i get to plead you know sources and okay that. yeah okay All that's right, fine well, hey,
2: we know about the computer right the computer that you can like the it's like a google with info about people we know about it who did what was the first thing you put is in that, that the computer? NSA
0: just that <laughs> what'd that you put computer.
4: In the computer <laughs> that the, the whole only... reason I'm on this show is because I've already checked you guys out I already know nice. I we, we, so we we're, we're trying you to push back on me and create some sort of narrative you know I can like immediately type oh you're your cracking yeah, we're, we're
2: you open out. books the beef yeah, an book.
4: and so we're just Walmart. we're just
3: fat we're just fat and stupid we have nothing to hide like <laughs> But we're trying to we're trying to get the word Yandex to replace
2: Google as in like, hey, can you Yandex that? Um, Because, you know, the Russian search engine Yandex. Have you come across this at all? No. Okay. 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 well, what did you what was the first thing you Yandexed in the computer, though? What did you search?
4: Uh, I I literally can't tell you, but I will tell you. Rick. I will tell you that the beef was on that list, and uh, I was able <laughs> to, to get some information, so I wouldn't push it too. Okay, okay. Oh. okay.
3: This this one should be a little bit easier. Um, how worried should we be about TikTok? Mm-hmm.
4: Look, I, I here here is the here is the thing that I think about TikTok. It's a big problem, but it is uh, in many ways it's it's almost too late. If you yeah. have it on your phone. Uh, you know, it probably is prudent to get rid of it because it, it is any company, any company that works in China uh has to play by the Chinese rules. And there are no rules. They decide there's no rule of law. There's no pushback. And so it it gets turned over to the Communist Party of, of China. Don't forget that. It, it's still right. I mean, we have covid. You know, this is this is what, you know, people go crazy when 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 people are this blunt. But we have COVID because the Chinese Communist Party is so secret that they were not able to identify and shut this down. And they continued flights out of Wuhan into the rest of the world, except for throughout China. And so this is this is the reality. People don't like to face the reality, but. Communist China's secrecy is a huge problem for America. We just
0: we just recently covered yeah. uh, what's happening in Xinjiang with the Uyghur population. Um, do you have any thoughts on that? I mean, we were uh, sort of shocked to, un- to read some of the reports about what's happening there.
4: Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what some of the hardest meetings I've had in Europe is with the, the uh, head of the Uyghurs in Europe who came in to see me and we, we had multiple meetings where they would explain what's going on and really show pictures. And a lot of this is, of course, we know, um, the five eyes know. And the, the reality is, is that the world kind of tends to look the other way. Um, it's one of the reasons why when I was in Germany and Chancellor Merkel went over and took, you know, like 10 German CEOs to China uh, on this big trade deal, at the same time that President Trump was like, trying to squeeze the Chinese into following the rules and getting back to paying attention to human rights. And uh, the, the problem that we had is, is that the Europeans want trade deals. And so, you know, Chancellor Merkel went over and in her opening speech didn't say anything about the human rights abuses in Hong Kong or Uyghurs or anything. Wow! And she had to have a question be pushed on this. And this is where I think Europe has got to catch up. They talk a big game about human rights, but many times, they don't put their money where their mouth is. I see Agreed. that
0: Howley is filing a bill uh, for America. So maybe they can do something similar in Europe.
3: Yeah, yeah. That seems, oh. I agree, agree with you on that. Um, what is Merkel like? Is she is she nice? Or is she like uh, like firing people on the spot? Like, I can't get a good read on her.
4: Yeah, I like her a lot, actually. She's quite funny. Nice. Um, she's super serious. She's got a great handle on uh, what, what's happening. Um, very knowledgeable, personable. Uh, approachable i can't say enough yeah, nice is her, is her skin her. cold to the touch oh. or is it what oh, yeah. no we're saying she's nice now she, she's well she's a boss there's no yeah. doubt about that She's one of the fuck. Pro, yeah one of the problems i think that we have is that you know she she sees the world very much like a westerner she's pro-west um she sees the problems but but then it kind of falls apart when uh, her staff get it. it. And I can't quite figure out if her staff is stopping it or if that's the whole play from the beginning. I'll give you one example and we'll make a little news here. Chancellor Merkel has told me multiple times that there's no reason why they couldn't look at visa liberalization for Kosovo. And they would start by doing specific industries, make it business, you know, not just to open it up completely, but start with targeted visas for certain sectors. Um, and and every time I would bring it up, she'd say, yeah, yeah, there's no reason we can't do that. And then she'd look at a staff member. And when I would follow up with a staff member, wouldn't go anywhere. He did the so finger hard. across the throat. It was Hans. He was like, no. <laughs> <Mm-mm.
2: Yeah. laughs> well, lazy staff, not good. Hey, well, Mark, do you want to finish your Merkel? Well,
3: it's sort of along those lines. We covered Germany. I was just wondering with your experiences, if you were like, at the UN, which is the coolest country to hang out with at lunch and which is the country you don't want to eat lunch with? Yeah, who's the smelly kid? Yeah.
4: So coolest... I like to always answer questions the best I can. So okay. I have to say that um, the best place to have lunch is always, and maybe it's just because I, I really like sushi, uh, the Japanese ambassador's residence is always like. Oh, nice. Saki, I mean, too. Yeah. yeah. That sounds. Very nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can like it, little... and the worst place to have lunch is probably the American Ambassador's residence because we have so many rules on what you can do and who you can buy. Is it for. just
0: McDonald's now? They they
4: yeah. Trump, like <laughs>
0: push that down to all the. <laughs>
4: yeah. it, it's bad. We 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 don't have the ability to 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 play nice anymore. Hey you Rick, don't have the, you don't have the koi ponds. I get it. What is what's your take on this whole
2: Q situation? Because I want to know what the inside baseball is over there, and we're, we're not Q guys. Do you know who it is? If, if but who is, is one? Q? What you know are you Q? you're the top <laughs> spy.
3: You you're either Q or you know who Q is.
4: I have no idea.
3: But what's your take
2: <laughs> on the some... whole Q ru- potentially being Trump or government insiders? And and I to to me this is a total honest answer.
4: I really don't pay any attention to it. Mm. Um, I just. It's not in my world. I have uh, so many. If you ever
0: want to go down
3: a Facebook reality rabbit is so mold, different
4: you know? than the conspiracy theories. So Rick,
3: there's a fly on your screen. It looks like it's going this way, and then it's going like that, and it's going. If you can just make this motion with your hand, and then that motion will be.
4: <laughs> Come on, Rick. Just uh- <laughs> that would be that would be exactly uh, what people would say. Okay. Free Bieber.
0: All right. Um, Rick, you were the yeah. first—you were the first openly gay cabinet member um, in U.S. history. Was that a cool yeah. moment um, when you got that bestowed? Like, the, was that uh, my my attitude struck? was
4: like, "How sad is this? It's 2020, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it seems like it's Good been point. a yeah, long way." <laughs>
4: and, and the second—the second part of this whole thing is—is is remember, there's a key word in this whole thing: openly. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> yeah, right. Oh yeah. hell Good yeah! Point. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, come on. We've had, we've had so many like closeted gay cabinet officials. Uh, that would be a good game to do.
2: Well, <laughs> we got some ideas. We got, well, there's some rumblings. But we wouldn't out. Anything. Well, who was
0: what? the toe tapper guy? He wasn't a cabinet member, but he, yeah, he wasn't. We, he we was were, uh, yeah, we were in the, he was just, uh, yeah. Oh, I yeah.
2: accidentally, my toe accidentally signaled a <laughs> uh, hand drop from under the other stall. What are right. the odds? Lots of examples. Gay men's bathroom. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. What was his name? Uh, toe, I loved that guy.
3: It wasn't a cabinet
4: official, though. Yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm with you.
3: It would be a fun game to play. And I think that you could probably go even higher than cabinet member, probably if you're going historically. But yeah.
4: Oh,
3: oh, yeah. Well,
4: maybe I do have to say, (laughs) though, it's pretty cool to, um, you know, it wasn't that long ago when when gays and lesbians couldn't be in the intel community because they weren't trusted. Matter of fact, in 1973, there's a video of Joe Biden saying that he doesn't trust uh, gays and lesbians to be, uh, you know. Okay with with security clearances that that he he didn't trust them. Ouch! And not and, and, the, and the reality is is that in 1973, Joe Biden was a U.S. senator, so it's not like he was a private citizen. It was when he was in the Senate that he was questioning whether or not we could keep secrets as gays and lesbians. And so uh, to, to all of a sudden have Donald Trump appoint the first openly gay head of Intel—that's uh, pretty cool. And I have to say that the career officials. Um, Within the intelligence community, we're extremely proud of that, too. But I stand on the shoulders, not to be too corny, but I stand on the shoulders of so many people who, who worked hard and climbed and got knocked down and helped me along the way. So uh, I'm so, so certainly appreciative and I'm going to turn back around and make sure we help others. Good on you. Love, love that. The
2: Beeb didn't get approved for security clearance. And I was curious no. if you had any idea why. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> what, no, and I, you- I was honest about everything. What, do, you, should, the uh, you
4: should push back on that, because I think there's a lot of manipulation on these security clearances of people who, you know, uh, on the other side, the system uh, denying certain people over silly stuff. Mm. Right. Right. I like, right. Like, like a, like a 10 year heroin addiction, like, but you promise it's over. Um, but, I was honest. <laughs> but here, Here's the thing. There's a huge inconsistency on this front for uh, individuals who who smoke marijuana. And who admit it, and then those who smoke marijuana, they say they didn't, and then they get caught later. We're totally inconsistent on how we enforce this and who gets a security clearance. A whole bunch of people have been denied. Uh, I mean, I have a friend who was denied because you know an ex boyfriend came up and said some crazy stuff, and it wasn't true. But the investigator was like, "Oh, well." I sounds like this person isn't trustworthy.
2: What sucks oh, the worst is that ex crazy ex boyfriend's plan worked to a T and the investigator yeah. let it work to a T, which is what something that we're very anti on this show is crazy. Ex is saying stuff about you that aren't true. We don't yeah, right? we 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 reward on the other side. We, if a yeah. crazy ex comes out, up to us and says, hey this person you think about hiring is fucked up we hire that person automatically
3: yeah it should be good <laughs> on you for getting out of that relationship smart move here's your clearance yeah um, exactly you're in so I'm actually with you so what is the top level of of clearance there's like several levels of
4: top secret right like there's secret top
3: secret what's the highest level of clearance you allowed to say there's we call it compartmentalized
4: so it's different compartmental you know compartmentalized access so certain people, the certain number of people get certain compartments. Okay. What? Yeah.
0: So not everybody gets the alien compartment, unfortunately, for that. Right. Point, right? Very right. true. <sighs>
4: I thought it was like
3: levels of black belt, like third degree, fourth degree, but I guess it's compartmentalized. That makes it sense. Like blood but, but it's the
0: same concept. Yeah. But when you were the director, you had all compartments?
4: All. Oh shit! Oh, fuck. <laughs> Listen, on my sh- first day, on my first day, I literally had to sign a stack of, of memos, basically granting myself all these access to all these different compartments. Yeah. Is that like
2: Is that like the first time that you come across like a high speed porn internet website? Like just like <laughs> you know, it's just, are we just like
4: yeah, a, a kid picture. in a candy store? <laughs> it, I have to say that it's pretty humbling for a kid from Western Michigan uh, to all of a sudden be. Um, you know in charge of so much and i i felt like the national anthem was playing the whole time i was signing that's amazing i, mean, I, I hope you awesome. just
0: played it on your phone like wow yeah. awesome
4: yeah i couldn't Sorry. have my
0: phone in the in the room oh really how, it's that top seat. wow how good are you with passwords like i my, i usually cool.
3: use like the same three to five passwords and i gotta mm. get better at that but you must be pretty good at passwords uh yeah. yeah. You, you don't use like that, an exclamation that point. That is
4: such an amazing question because every single person uh, in the federal government that has to deal with classified information struggles with this. We we've got whole teams of people that do nothing but come back to you to say, okay, let's walk you through what your password was and what you said. And <laughs> to help try you get back on because everybody forgets but then so just like, but my
2: dog's, yeah. my dog's name and my daughter's birthday is this. So it had to be hey, one of those two. Yeah. Hey, Rick, why you did have you have to resign? change it
4: every thirty
3: days? Yeah, Imagine right.
2: That. Yeah. Oh, fuck that! I haven't changed mine in six. Well, every six awards. managers,
3: but that, yeah. but they, I know, but that's the problem. Well, it's like, so you have password managers, but a lot of people just like save it to their local drive as a document a called passwords password or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. a
4: it's a violation to write it down.
3: So, yeah, Rick, exactly. why, mm-hmm. Rick, why did
2: you
4: resign? Exactly, tell the people why you resigned from DNI. Uh, so I took the job only as temporary. I did not want the job permanently. And so I was acting And the way that I became acting was because I was a Senate confirmed, uh, for the, the U S ambassador to Germany. So you had to have a Senate confirmed person in the job to be acting. Ah, okay. So I took the acting job. Um, and I told the president, I'll do this as long as we nominate somebody permanently. And we get somebody through right away and that this is a priority because I didn't want the job, uh, permanently. Hmm. And we did, we, we, we settled on John Radcliffe right away. Um, I took the job knowing that it it would be him and, uh, he got confirmed. So he he got delayed a little bit because of COVID. So I thought I would do three months and I ended up doing like more than four months. Do you still
0: get access to the compartments now that you've given up the role? Right.
4: I still have my uh, top secret security clearance. Oh yes. hell yeah, bro. So on your and way remember, out, and remember, listeners, it's
3: it's not top secret. It's top secret. Something, 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 something. Yeah, I yeah. Don't you'll have let us access to all the compartmentals, though. You'll let okay. us
0: know if something's coming for us. Like, yeah, that's specifically
2: right? it, Rick. Can you do a search on us? Just to, so, well, I know I've you already told you, Bev. I told you I did a little <laughs>
4: bit of background work on you. And I, I
2: don't, I don't <laughs> want you to dig too deep there. I, it's really on the mark and the will side that I want you to check out. The beef <laughs> oh, okay. just. There'll be a time when you get in there and you're you're not going to like what what you find.
3: This is a good point. You could provide information, even though we've all been friends for like 25 years, you could provide information – that we could roast each other with that early. Like Wes, that, Wes isn't yes. on the
2: show with us today, but his browser history, we've been trying to get yes. that for a long time. If you time. could send
3: us individual information, other, so that's embarrassing. Check yeah. your emails. Thank, Thank you. <laughs> so,
2: so Rick, on your way out, you, you criticized Mark Warner a little bit about not discla- not declassifying certain documents. What was that about? What, what
4: documents did you want declassified? Well, what I criticized uh, Senator Warner about was his grandstanding saying that I didn't coordinate with him to reform the uh, intelligence community. At the same time, he's grandstanding and saying, "Oh, there's Cornell. He won't coordinate with me. He, he's, you know, doing things on his own." Literally, I had a phone call with him to coordinate, and he canceled the phone call. And then, when I asked to reschedule the call so that I could coordinate the reform with him, he refused to uh, to find another time to get on a call. So he literally ditched me, and then took to the the microphones to lambaste me for not coordinating with him. Now, look, this is the Washington way. Hey, well, te- technically, technically, he's right. I mean, even though he ignored you completely, you didn't coordinate with him. Oh, and Mark Warner <laughs> is the most
0: Washington. We, we grew up in the D.C. area, and he was our senator. Yeah, yeah so. he was.
4: <laughs> this is so typical of Washington, though. They say one thing and they do another. I mean, you got Adam Schiff, who's out front, you know, lambasting. Oh, I see. I, I've seen Russian collusion. I can't tell you. This is really bad. And then, meanwhile... You, you look at all the transcripts and every single person, you know, Samantha Power, Susan Rice, all of these people are like, nope, didn't see anything, don't know anything, there's nothing there. And yet they go out in public and they say something different. This is, look, in, where I come from in Southern California or Western Michigan where I grew up, this is called a lie. And hmm. in Washington, it's called, you know, boosting your career. Politics. Yeah. Gameship. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. It's
4: terrible. Play the playing the game, yeah. Mm-hmm. We He's like to make out. fun.
3: Of, we make we like to make fun of politicians' looks on this show. It's not it's not real highbrow humor. Uh, but uh, Adam Schiff, <laughs> looks it's well looks thought like, out. It's well thought. Adam Schiff, we think looks like uh, the guy from the waiting room in Beetlejuice when he gets his head shrunk. <laughs> Yeah, remember. Just, right just throwing that You're out. You're going
0: to get me in trouble. <laughs> just throw no, that you, out there. You didn't laugh. That was a Just yeah, was, no, that that was was laugh, yeah. if you agree. Yeah. not laugh at yeah. that. With On your the record. fingers. All good. That's <laughs> all good.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, all right. shit, I I think you guys got any other questions? I think, I think no. that's it.
3: I appreciate exactly. your time, Rick. That was fun. Hey, anytime. Thanks. Thanks for what you guys do. We really appreciate yeah. you.
4: Yeah. Coming Thank you. Likes, better. Oh, yeah.
2: And thanks, Rick, for joining the show. That's going to do it for Hard Factor. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, stay tuned for a big week. Check out uh, Barstool Radio, Power 85 from 11 a.m. to 12 Eastern. We got listener debates today. And then tomorrow we all have PFT and large in the Barstool talent debates. Uh, it's a can't miss. Have a great fucking day. <laughs>
1: A man who leads a life of danger To everyone he meets He stays a stranger With every move he makes Another chance he takes Odds are he won't live to see tomorrow Can wear your name Beware of pretty faces that you find A pretty face can hide an evil mind I be careful what you say, or you give yourself away Alls all you all live to see tomorrow